0: Enough. again so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we're killing it at this point Kendall yeah absolutely yeah. all right and welcome to the something to marvel ad podcast my name is Sarah joined with my beautiful co-host Kendall Kendall say hello hello and this podcast is about Marvel this podcast is about Disney uh, but really the bones of it is just that this podcast is about how Marvel makes us so thirsty. They make everybody so thirsty that Governor Newsom just announced a drought emergency in California. And I truly believe that is my newest conspiracy theory is that Marvel is behind that. Because goddamn.
1: (laughs) A hundred percent. I think it's
0: specifically
1: tied to <laughs> the,
0: win- the- falcon, yeah, falcon and winter
1: soldier, winter soldier. <laughs> and more specifically the winter soldier oh,
0: absolutely yes i i there's no other way absolutely i mean no no it's barely spring that's why <laughs> <laughs> this week we are talking about uh the falcon and the winter soldier episodes two and three on our previous episode, we talked about episode one. So uh, this, you know, this, we just literally saw the finale. Uh, this is the sixth episode um, that just came out this week. So I, we're still both processing it. And I, I'm glad that we're not talking about that tonight because I'm like the type of person that I need. I need the day. I need the time to process everything that happened in that episode. But it was so good.
1: I had three glasses of wine in response (laughs) to watching that episode. So yeah, it's exactly apologies to everyone tonight. But also, sorry. What do you mean apologies? Sorry, not sorry. I don't know. (laughs) Girl, live your best life. (laughs) I mean, it's just I know, but like, yeah, Uh, (laughs) that's how much I need to process it. I have to get through almost a bottle of wine before I
0: like let it sit. It's just. I, uh, well, I mean, I didn't have wine, but I did have two cupcakes. So, I mean, you know, eat your feelings, drink your feelings, whatever works for you. I mean, equal. Yeah, yes, we, yes, absolutely. We I mean, we don't emotion okay, so shame I did here. have,
1: well, I had a half a pint of ice cream also That's right, for you dinner. Did. I'm very jerky. So, jealous. that is what my life is <laughs> half a pint of ice cream and three glasses of wine. Like I said, to girl, you are killing it. The finale that is, episode. That
0: is living the life. I'm like, yes. That is my friend. She had three glasses of wine and half a pint of ice cream. I'm proud of you. That's amazing. Girl, eat your two cupcakes. Oh, trust me. I did eat my two cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I waited all day for those cupcakes. Okay. <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. Proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So, um, like Kay said, I'm glad we're not talking about that. I can't talk about it. <sighs> give me a moment, please. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, let's go ahead and let's go straight into these episodes here. So, the next episode, episode two, is called The Star Spangled Man. He's got a plan. He does. And um, before we go into the episode here, I had, um, you know, I autocorrect on my phone and I wrote in. I thought I I thought I had wrote it, wrote in the star spangled man, but it autocorrected it to the star bangled man. <laughs> oh, so I'm into that more <laughs> for what is coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: almost as good as dialysis. Yeah. So. <laughs> dialysis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> oh autocorrect is everyone's best friend at some point in their lives it will give you the best laugh
0: you need yeah because i mean we write our episodes uh or sorry we write our, our notes on these episodes and you go back and you're like what was i what what am i talking about i don't understand what is happening in these notes what am i talking about here? oh yeah i
1: had to reread i have to reread my notes before we talk because half of them i'm like what the fuck yeah <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know what I was referencing. Referencing, I don't know what any of it means. Yeah. I really don't. And I'm sober for 99% <laughs> of the time
0: that I write my notes. So, Well, I feel like also, too, it's like I have to, my process is I have to watch the episode every week. And then I have to go back and rewatch things, and then that's when I take my notes because that's when I notice more. That's when um, I can really concentrate. Because if I try to do both at the same time, the first run of the episode, I'm getting nothing. Well, that was that's m- my issue too. Like I,
1: with Wandavision specifically too, I'd like start watching. I watch the episode knowing that I'm not going to take notes until the second time I watch mm. it. And that, well, mentally maybe taking notes too on certain things, yeah. but then like with the first, I think it was the first or second episode of WandaVision, I started watching it for the second time to start taking notes and completely forgot to start taking notes and got so <laughs> absorbed in the into show. watching yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, this. I'm watching it for a second time for a reason. Like I need to... Yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, you just get so engaged in it, knowing what's happening, and knowing, like, expecting what's happening, but going in with a different eye, too. Like, it's just,
0: it's... And that's what I, like, love about these shows, about these Marvel shows, is that, like, they are rewatchable over and over and over again. And I know uh, that... I'm not just speaking for myself when I say I have rewatched several of these episodes already. um, Because I know you have as well. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But I love how it's, you know, like I said, like they, they put in so many little Easter eggs, they put in little lines here and there, you know, and you don't the first run through you're like, you're just trying to process what's happening as it's going. So, you know, the second or third time you watch it, you're like, oh, I didn't notice that this person said this. I didn't know this person said that. I didn't notice they did this. I didn't, you know, those little things. So we love it. Keep it coming. I th-
1: yeah. And I think it helps having watched all of the previous movies and shows mm-hmm. and knowing so much about it. And then going in with the eye of, like, note-taking mm-hmm. and, like, looking for s- not specific things, but looking for uh, more hidden things, Right, too. exactly. Yeah, like, it's those little Easter so, eggs. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Because...
0: How about that? In case
1: anyone listening had not heard, Sarah and I both have never read a single <laughs> word in any comic. So we know nothing
0: about storylines. No. Unless it's in the Marvel Encyclopedia, we don't know about it. Basically, yeah, and I mean, and that's I as far as we're it, going. Like cover to cover. Oh I mean, no, like, definitely I've, not. Read just, I've looked entries. up specific people. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. like just no just, I think Captain America no alone
0: has like three pages. Like he's no, no, it's he's impossible. Had more, he has more than three pages. He has like at least like six pages. And yeah, I'm like, and it's impossible bro, like, to get I'm, through like, it I'm not reading all of that. Okay. <laughs> I mean,
1: without spoiling so much of this show, but also just in general, like, there's a million Captain Americas out there,
0: mm. not just
1: Steve Rogers. So it's, like, all of their storylines on top of the Steve Rogers right. storylines, and it's it's impossible to get them all, and well, who wants... Yeah. Well, not only that, we'll but, like, it, but Disney
0: like, MCU also, like, has their own liberties on the storylines, because I don't know if you've read the the encyclopedia falcon backstory that story is actually much more interesting than what is showed in uh really yeah in the second captain america and i was just like i don't understand why we don't have that storyline instead of this one that we currently have so
1: no but now i'm gonna look yeah, it up and it's, i'm just gonna yeah it's super interesting let it fester and it's just gonna annoy me that we i mean i like a sam wilson i think he's great i think uh anthony mackie plays him well i think he's great but yeah he's a little boring vanilla yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah no like i said the backstory that is in the comics is so much more interesting and that's why i'm like why didn't we get that story like that story what now i'm frustrated yeah,
1: so I don't want to know the comics. I like my MCU people. So
0: <laughs> See, because then this happens. Because then you've learned the real story. And now, you know, you're just sitting there frustrated.
1: Yeah, I've read enough books and seen the movie adaptations. And I get <laughs> pissed. So I don't need that to happen anymore in my life. And I think the MCU does such a good job at creating these characters or uh you know recreating these yeah, characters. Exactly. Recreating is such a thing. And good... storylines and
0: recreating is a really development. good way to say yeah. that. Yeah. I uh, definitely like that. Um so again we've veered off as we always do. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh so this uh this episode we have starting uh there's this guy in a locker. You know, and he's it looks like it's like a high school football locker, you know, and he's in army um I don't know what is it not is that a uniform what are they fatigue, fatigue. fatigue. Is, okay. i think, yeah, yeah, I'm like I don't know, he's like a
1: floating head if you like camo <laughs> jokes, he's a floating head,
0: okay, sure, yeah, <laughs> I love a camo joke, let's just <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so then we find out that this is John Walker, and he um. He's just saying, like, I don't want to mess up.
1: You know, I we will start with John Walker is played by Wyatt Russell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes.
1: Who is the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. So mm-hmm. all hail. I mean, just royalty Immaculate. right there.
0: Oh, bloodline right there.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think... Wyatt Russell is insanely handsome. Okay, okay. Not usually a blonde fan, but he usually also has a little bit of longer
0: hair, a little bit of a beard.
1: Yeah. This is
0: not a look for him. I've seen that um, picture on his IMDb. Yeah, he's a little bit more scruffier. Looking, yeah. So. And it is a much better look for him. His face is
1: not meant for a clean shaven face Mm. sorry Wyatt (laughs) um but I think that's why he chooses to have a beard in normal life but um yeah I just right up with I mean like right off the bat you're not even just Steve Rogers you just
0: yeah something just doesn't feel right here and um I was watching this episode and I was thinking Wow, the foreshadowing. Right. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say Absolutely. about that. Absolutely. Uh, just... Yeah, and his friend comes in. It's an intro to, um, is it Sergeant Hoskins, right? Or is it Lieutenant Hoskins? Lamar Hoskins, yes. And yeah. he says, you can't just punch your way out of problems anymore. So they're talking about taking up the mantle of being Captain America. Yeah, and he says there's a lot of expectations Mm -hmm. with
1: putting on that uniform or wearing that shield. I'm not really sure, but yeah, which is true. Mm -hmm. I mean, this has been such an icon for so long that... 80 years at least, right? Yeah, yeah. Forever. I mean... Um, So, I mean... So, I'm going to tell you something. Um, I looked up Hoskins' character. Okay. In the encyclopedia, Mm -hmm. and it claims that this character is supposed to be six foot six. That's really tall. Dude is nowhere near it. (laughs) Like, who are you kidding? He's maybe six foot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So,
1: how tall is there um,
0: Wyatt?
1: I would say under six four. Surprisingly, I did not look it up, but. I would say he's under six foot, or like under 6'4". He's not a tall dude. Hmm. And he's almost the same height. Okay. So, why
0: is Marvel against (laughs) tall people? Do you think that this is a slight against tall people? Like, they're just like, nope. If you're over 6'5", nope, we're not doing it.
1: Absolutely. Um, she said absolutely. As someone who loves tall people, <laughs> I used to have a height requirement for people I dated.
0: Really? What was that height requirement? And it was 6'8. Six, 6'8, eight. Six, eight, Kendall. <laughs> who are you meeting that 6'8? Really,
1: <laughs> no one, but, you know, it gave some expectation. I just, that guy is nowhere near 6'6. Six, six. Let's just start okay, there. Okay, okay. Like, all right. Lamar, really? <laughs> You know what?
0: I'm not saying
1: he's I'm not saying people under six eight are under track I'm
0: gonna say i'm not a sure somebody I'm not a heightist somebody is not six eight for sure oh god no he's like
1: barely six yeah. feet. Come on but <laughs> I'm just saying really Kendall, I can't. this character is supposed to be six six and you're gonna deny him of even being like more than six feet This is ludicrous. Oh my god! And ludicrous is short, so he couldn't play him either. It is unfair. So this is literally not even ludicrous. (laughs) Exactly. It's unfair. I (laughs) just—that is my complaint. I'm filing it with the MCU. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Hold on a
0: second. Wait a minute. How tall is Paul Bettany? That dude is like, I don't know, I'm I'm looking it up.
1: No, I'm pretty sure that Chris Hemsworth is taller and he's like 6'3. What? Or 6'4? No. But I'm
0: looking it up. All right. Folks, she's looking it up. She's Googling it. Going to the eye. You know what? Let's make this a new segment. Let's have a height. Um, Let's make this a new segment called What Does How Tall Are They? what, What Does Google Say?
1: Okay, well, IMDb. Sorry, I'm not a Google person. I'm an IMDb when oh, it comes wow. to actors, Elitist.
0: Elitist. I here. know.
1: <laughs> okay, so it says that Paul Bettany is 6'3".
0: Really? Hmm, yes. That, like, blows my mind. He looks so tall. Let it...
1: Yeah, okay. And now I'm going to look up what the actor who plays Lamar Hoskins... Mm-hmm. How tall he is? Because I am like certain he is not. Oh, oh, okay. Now I gotta go to the Google for it because he doesn't have it on his <laughs> IMDb. Sorry. Riveting. This is riveting.
0: <laughs> uh, I said let's make this a segment because there is a certain character uh, who says. What does What does Google say? I think in actually the next episode, in episode three. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah, it
1: does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, good to know. Uh, I believe his name is Clay Mm -hmm. or Clee. That sounds right. It's C-L-E, but it has the little um, dash over the E, like the rosé E, so... (laughs) The <laughs> ah, you know, I speak a language that doesn't require alphabet after the other language I speak does not require an English alphabet, so um okay. okay it says he's six foot. You called it. You're you called it taking off half a foot. A foot from this dude, I'm not complaining. he looks very beautiful. he's got that beautiful brown skin i'm I like his face. <laughs> I'm sure his body looks great under that armor, but you just cost someone who's six foot six or six foot four, even <laughs> a job by taking. Half a foot. I mean, you didn't put in a height requirement. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Yeah. Apparently. Mm. I mean. Now that's, that's very do interesting. You could like RDJ
1: in all the other movies and put him in heels. <laughs> I was going to say platforms.
0: Yes, heels. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yes, platforms. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because some of the other characters definitely look so much taller. Like I said, I, that blows my mind that Paul Bettany is only like, what, like 6'3", because that dude looks so tall. But, I mean, I'm barely, like, five foot, so to me, everybody is, like, a giant. So, but that's just, that just blows my mind. I I guess it's just camera tricks, because I would be none the wiser, to be honest, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, they made Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow essentially the same height, and he is, like, (laughs) inches shorter than her, so... (laughs) kudos to the people who can work that magic but you're not fooling anyone (laughs) lamar does not stand at six foot six all right listen
0: uh, uh, uh you know listen people who are doing the recording for these episodes you cannot fool kendall cannot pull the wool under her over her eyes she knows she knows what you're up to okay She's not down for it. I know a tall man. <laughs> I love that. I want that to be a new slogan. I love. Okay, what is it? I know a tall. Man. I know a tall man. I do.
1: <laughs> my old coworker was six eight, and he started to look normal height at some point. We worked together for four years. That's insanity. He looked a normal height. It's not great in my mind. So. Six eight looks normal. That's insanity. Well, maybe not anymore. But like you know, you s- you look at someone for so long, they look n- <laughs> normal? normal. I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Again, we've veered off into this deep corner about heights. <laughs> Kendall is just taking these episodes to new heights. Every episode, literally. I blame the wine. <laughs> All right. So, um what I loved about this episode was uh in this intro is that it's a very familiar tune that we hear the marching band playing.
1: I love The Star-Spangled Man with a Plan yeah. played on the marching band. That was version. That like that was, version is the cut yeah
0: like i love it that was pretty I would cool I listen
1: to it over and over and over if i could
0: i really liked
1: it brought me back to drumline
0: <laughs> did you if have ever you ever played
1: beautiful movie were you in marching band did you play an instrument no i'm not musically talented except my voice is an angel if you have not gotten that over
0: i mean obviously recordings. right now i can tell that your voice is an angel obviously
1: yeah, I have the voice of an angel. Uh, no, I'm not musically talented in any way. Okay. Like, zero.
0: Not even, like, a triangle. So, <laughs> did you... Were you in the marching band? I was... Okay, so I went to a school that focused in, in like, concert band. So, I have no marching band experience. So... I'm sure that they're. But other you people. have concert band experience? I mean, yeah, I played an I instrument sh- for like five <gasps> or six play? years. Stop it. Yeah. How did I not know this? Okay. Well, we're learning it. We're taking things to new heights. And okay. we're learning things about each other. <laughs> Love it. Uh, well, I mean, I played the trumpet, but whatever. Oh, Let's move on. That's an awesome instrument. It's okay. It's all right. It's kind of gross. Oh. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> it's got the spit yeah exactly
0: that's what i'm like it's Mm -hmm. now looking back i'm like those floors of the band room must have been disgusting oh teenagers and their spit oh so gross also we missed one thing about
1: um our new captain america john walker Mm we get this beautiful beautiful woman who comes in oh yeah what is her name i didn't i don't think i ever caught her name honestly i don't think that her name it's is yeah, ever yeah it's not ever said muttered in the entire series
0: a character she describes her beautiful. as uh, a firecracker she she calls her a firecracker and i think
1: they're husband and wife yes I assume. But she is gorgeous. Yeah. No, she's beautiful. So Mrs. Walker Mm -hmm. is what I guess we could call her if she took
0: his last name. But yeah, she is gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that is a shame that we don't actually learn her name. Yeah. Like I said, thinking about the last, you know, thinking about this episode, thinking about the last episode we just watched, I. Nope. Zero, right?
1: Yeah. We're going to feel bad if they do say it, but still. <laughs> We're going to catch I think it she's in, like, in, like, the next episode yeah, it's, it's totally fine. But, <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. And they've known each other since high school based on that they are indeed in a high school uh, locker mm-hmm. room. They're in his high school locker right. room. And she comes in and says it. And it sounds like him and Lamar have been best friends since high school as well. Mm. So it's a we're into that kind of the same situation where it's the Captain America who is at heart a family man. He loves people. He's there to do good
0: American family values. Exactly. Mm. So mm. interesting. Um, I put a note here. I said, who is the marching band must have been an exciting opportunity Can you imagine being like, oh, hey, guys, uh, we're going to play, we're going to practice this new piece of music. Be like, oh, this is from Captain America. What are we doing with this music? Oh, we're going to perform it. Could you imagine? I would. No biggie. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, I do have a note here that we do find out that it is his old high school. They are doing a piece with Good Morning America and... I I pointed this out because I thought it was so weird. I know this is Good Morning America, but, like, it's, like, dark outside. What time is it in the morning? Is it, like, at right. 2 or 3 in the morning? <laughs> like, well, I'm wondering, so, based on that, are they
1: on the East or on the West Coast? Because Good Morning America is live on the East Coast. Yeah, so I thought it was the East Coast. He must be, like, what, a Californian,
0: maybe? Doesn't it, I I don't doesn't it ever, say? I not think we ever, like,
1: find out where it is.
0: I thought it said... At the beginning of the episode. Well, now I got to go back and rewatch it because I'm pretty sure it said, but I'm pretty sure it was the East Coast. I thought it was like Virginia or something like that. Well, that makes
1: sense based on the rest of the things that happened. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, why is it dark? And my only thought is it's like two o'clock because it's five o'clock on the East Coast (laughs) and it's two o'clock (laughs) in
0: west coast so listen that's all i'm saying i'm just saying it's way too dark in the morning like no i'm not i'm not showing up to anything when it's that dark outside captain america or yeah. not pass
1: right even if it's nighttime i don't show up to that yeah
0: like so we then find out because uh, i think uh in this in this next scene uh sam is walking by and he sees a poster of him and taurus asks him oh like do you know him and Sam says no. So I also assume that Bucky doesn't know him as well, right? Based on what we know, right? He seems, he seems like a not a nobody to
1: in the world, but like a nobody to our main character. Yeah, so he is characters. not somebody who
0: is running in the same circles as the Avengers.
1: Right. He is just a military man who was plucked from experience and title right
0: he has all these um medals of honor and he did really well like off the charts they said on like his physical and like mental tests and stuff like that so um this is not this is not something being awarded to him because he has there is anything super heroish about him it just he tested really well basically
1: right he is an everyday man right who is Captain America.
0: Exactly. And that's very important to keep in mind as this goes on. Uh, so let's see here. Um, so this is a a note that I have because Sam is basically, he's he's going off to uh, deal with the Flag Smashers because Taurus gave him some info about them. And suddenly, who appears...
1: Okay, Bucky appears. I have a note about this as okay. well. So I don't know what your note is, but it, mine is in a a note of confusion and yeah. a slight bit of anger.
0: Why is your anger?
1: Because, like, how
0: the hell did
1: this, like, old man... Okay, Bucky's... I'm sorry, Bucky. Like, how did this guy, Bucky, get allowance to come on to this...
0: Military, like military yeah. base. Okay, that's my exact note. Is like, who just let this man in?
1: Like, I, I, I assume he has some sort of ID now, but like, you think he's been pardoned? But that
0: does not mean that he's allowed on like, like military air military aircraft. bases. Yeah. What? Yeah, I had the exact same note because that was just like, why is this man here? <laughs> like.
1: So this is just like not a spoiler in any way but like at some point someone in the military mm-hmm. references him lets him by and calls him sergeant bucky when did this become like common mm. knowledge in a 100% of the military mm. people so what do you call like, I think soldiers. Just, yeah, I think you should um, say military. Agents. Like, yeah. Yeah. In the military. There mm. you go. Um, like, uh, what?
0: No, come on. Mm. I agree. Bucky. Yeah. What's happening here? Like he should, I mean, I would let him anywhere, but like, <laughs> still. Let's be real. It's, you know, I don't know why you have to lie to me, Kendall. Like, I know you were the person there at the gate. He flashed those blue eyes at you, gave you a smile, and you just let him those in. St- Stupid dimples (laughs) that
1: kill me every single time. And I'm just... I can't. I can't. (laughs) Nothing about it.
0: I I, I don't know. You know, I think that's that's just how... I think that's just what we're going to have to settle for. That's how he got onto the base.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, we see in Captain America, the movie, the first one, he has charisma. He is charming. Mm -hmm. The girls love him, clearly. (laughs) Who wouldn't? But... Like how how did you get like
0: really <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um I first of all, love that you and I both are talking about that. <laughs> Second of all, yeah, I'm just like I said, my theory is he just flashed those blue eyes and a smile and they just let him through because yes, I would too. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, like um Melt so let's move on so he uh i have a note here that says well i don't trust red wing and we know that that is bucky saying that to sam about red wing and i just thought that was funny
1: my only note about that i said i love nothing else (laughs) because it's we know that he doesn't like no one likes red wing because we see in uh civil war that uh, Natasha tells Red Wing, I'm not going oh, to talk right. like, a person. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, no one likes Red Wing except
0: for Sam. <laughs> There's no,
1: like, it's
0: just, yeah. It's endearing. I know. I agree. I, I like Red Wing, his wingman. Yeah. He is a wingman. <laughs> it's so cute. It is really They're cute. Just... Um. So Sam says that he is going on to fight the big three. And Bucky says, what big three? He says, the big three. Androids, aliens, and wizards. And this whole conversation
1: lights my life up. Yeah. In so many ways.
0: Um, I'm not going to say how many, but I have several wet emojis on these notes.
1: (laughs) I mean, I... When... Bucky doesn't understand when he's talking about the big three. I mean, welcome to the rest of us. We don't know what you're talking about, Sam. Because this is the first time it's referenced. Right.
0: It's not the last. No. But it's the first. I do think it's funny, yeah. though, like how, um, like you said, like, you, you don't think about it. You know, you just watch these Avengers movies. You don't think about it. And then he says it, and you're like, the man has a point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's right about that. Like, what is... Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. And he says, every time we fight, we're fighting one of the big three. And this line is so cute. So Bucky says, So who are you off to fight? Gandalf? He's like, Wait, how do you know about Gandalf? He's like, I read The Hobbit in 1937 when it first came out. So thirsty. So woon. Doesn't a love a I- nerd in 1937 reading the
1: hobbit i imagine tiny
0: little bucky he wouldn't have been that tiny (laughs) well
1: i mean okay so we imagine it's four years before
0: we are introduced that's true yeah yeah no 38 39 41 yeah so about four years yeah yeah Hmm.
1: since you know, he's four years younger. He's probably a little scrawny guy because he hasn't joined the military. He's he's just a nerd reading a book. He's got those little dimples and those deep blue eyes, and you're just like, oh, look at this little kid. He's so cute <laughs> in the library. Because we actually don't know what year, like what age they are when we meet them. So
0: we know, right? That Steve Rogers was born in nineteen. Oh yeah, because we see it in
1: the movie. Right? Was it
0: nineteen twenty? Was it nineteen twenty-eight? No, that couldn't. That can, that's not it. It was like nineteen eighteen, nineteen o eight, something like that. I'm
1: looking back at my notes just in case.
0: I don't think I have it. So one can assume that Bucky would have been around the same age,
1: right? I yeah, but like. But we don't know for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, they're over 20. Right. Two, I would assume. Yeah, like 21. But 20. Under 20? 25. Yeah. Like, I think they're between 20 and 25, hmm. which is adorable. So, we take it back. He's like, a... God, you would be like a creepy that I'm like, well, he'd be a junior in high school. But.
0: That'd be cute. Don't you love the idea though of scrawny little James Buchanan Barnes in the library reading The Hobbit? Love. Oh my god, I would have been like, Who's this nerd?
1: <laughs> what a
0: nerd. <laughs> nerd alert. Yeah. yeah, no, like so cute though. I agree. Ugh. And this is the this is another thing that like I'm saying about these shows is that we get these little nuggets of who this person is. You know, and if it were a movie, it would just be about fight scenes and the main characters. So much character
1: development.
0: Yeah. So anyways, I love the idea that, you know, in 1937, Bucky is reading The Hobbit. Love. All right. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Uh, So I said here... um, He just says, I'm coming with you. And that's Bucky talking to Sam. Um, and it's, you know, starts classic Bucky, Sam Benter. Um, and I can't remember who said what. So now they're in the plane. Bucky is not exactly a people person. So he's just like intently staring at Sam, um, and you, this kind of just becomes something that's like a character trait of Bucky's. Though, Kendall, yeah. would you love for him to just stare at you like that?
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. No,
0: you wouldn't?
1: Oh, my God. Eye contact is not my thing at all. Hmm. Okay, all right. I, I, that is my, like biggest sign of autism mm. eye contact is really hard for me like prolonged eye contact let's just say that so that is my ooh, it makes me so uncomfortable
0: mm.
1: even in those beautiful beautiful blue eyes it's a like deep blue ocean eyes i just like yes I wish I could but I'd just be so uncomfortable <laughs> I would start laughing and I would immediately Make look like... away and it'd be like 30 <laughs> seconds that's it like oh ah, <laughs> okay let's, let's look over
0: here let's change the subject
1: yeah autopilot <laughs> like no I just
0: like
1: <laughs> I couldn't
0: okay all right
1: but I love those eyes. Of course, absolutely. Just look
0: the other way, and I'll look at them. Absolutely, so. and who honestly wouldn't? Um, so I have here. You can't call me that. I'm assuming that means somebody called him Bucky. I'm gonna assume it's either Sam or was that that wasn't Taurus in the the plane? Was it? No, that was somebody else.
1: No, um, I believe that John Walker calls him. Buck or Bucky? And he's
0: like, You can't call me that. But it seems a little early for that. That's why I'm like, it's either it's either Sam or it's the guy that's also in the plane with them. Like he calls him like Sergeant Bucky or Taurus. Something like that. Right, that's what I was asking. Is yeah, it, it Taurus that's in the plane with them? Or yeah. is that somebody else?
1: No, it's Taurus. Okay.
0: Huh. All right, let's move on. <laughs> That's a random well, note. All
1: I know is, so like his clothing in, when he, they're in the plane, like all of a sudden he has this outfit on, yeah. which is way different than the outfit. He showed up to this uh, military base <laughs> that he had on, which again, how did he get on the base? Yeah. But is it's kind of like a modern version of his outfit and his jacket that he wears as a howling commando. In
0: Captain oh, America,
1: good eye. It's like side buttons, but I think now it's a zipper. Mm. It's leather, where before it wasn't maybe leather. I don't know, but like it's a a modern version of his. So he is being back, like he is now Bucky. Like we we are seeing officially Bucky. Oh, that's a good not... eye. I didn't
0: notice that. That's very yeah. That's a good eye.
1: It's that side thing, you know. Like I like it. <laughs> Andy has another new arm. We 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 see him rip off his uh oh, his sleeve. jacket yeah. sleeve, and it's a different arm than we see in
0: Endgame. Hmm. Okay, I'm assuming maybe some upgrades from the Wakandans might have something to do with it. They're always there for everything. Sounds awesome. So tech savvy. (laughs) Sounds awesome. love to be... Please just fix this and they do it. And it's amazing. Right?
1: I would love it. Just a tiny little tweak, please. Um,
0: Again, Kendall, though, where is he getting the money for this? For his outfit. (laughs) That could not have been a cheap leather jacket is all I'm saying. And then all of a sudden he's ripping off the arm. I just...
1: How is this he man paying rent? Did Steve leave, leave him an inheritance? I mean, like...
0: <laughs> See, these are the questions uh, we that don't need know. to be answered, Marvel.
1: <laughs> yeah, we will write you, Marvel, and just say, please answer these questions. And the biggest one is, where the fuck is Bucky's money coming <laughs> from? How can he afford such beautiful leather jackets and travel?
0: A ginormous watches yes yeah well at least we kind of see we're going to definitely get into it later uh, i think in the next episode but i mean we we know at least for a part of this particular storyline he um he travels via somebody else but uh well we'll get to that person later um so i mean it's it's there is no plan it is uh sam just jumping out of the plane because he's the falcon why not um bucky's asking for a parachute and then he says never mind i don't need one and he also just jumps out because why not so my question was like we know sam has the wings sam can fly bucky is just had just had the serum so i mean i mean no matter from what heights he jumps he can just he can just jump i mean he can just land and that's okay Super healing? I think we
1: we had a conversation outside of our notes when we were <laughs> just being us. And we talked about what the super serum does and what it is capable of. Mm. And I think super healing is one thing we talked like about. Like the
0: rapid healing whatever.
1: Yeah. So that has oh, to like be... Oh, like rapid...
0: What is it? Like rapid uh, cell regeneration or something weird like that.
1: Right. So... I'm guessing that's what we get
0: Hmm.
1: here.
0: I don't know. I'm just like, listen, like, I mean, I guess, you know, if you land on a metal arm, doesn't it reverberate through the rest of your body? Wouldn't that hurt? I don't know. My bones hurt. I mean, just, but,
1: (laughs) yeah, because, and we also hear, like, when anyone uses the shield, moves the shield, there's that Mm -hmm. sound of... So obviously, Vibranium has the ability and like captures the like intensity. I, like the vibrations. It has yeah. to, yeah, it has to do something. So he has to feel it. I mean, like immediately he falls, basically rolls over, and then we see him running like a normal person. Yeah. So. There's
0: something (laughs) iffy about all of this. I'm just saying I don't get it. And I mean, we've watched Captain America. I know we have both also watched other movies several times. And I'm still over here questioning things. So (laughs) maybe it's just me who just doesn't understand. Um, No, I have no idea. (laughs) So they are at a warehouse um, And I really liked how it's this power struggle between Assassin mode and Falcon technology. So, yes, they work together as the Avengers, but they've never, like, worked together just by themselves. Usually somebody else has been there, like uh, Steve has been there, or other Avengers have been there. You know what I mean? So it's like they're being forced to put their two methods together and it's just a huge power struggle
1: yeah and they have to put their egos aside which neither of them are capable of doing yeah. but um it's it's a great banter clearly because yeah. um, they wouldn't have made a show off of it but uh watching red wing do most of uh falcon's job work sorry i mean like yeah but he like does a lot of his job like he scouts and um you know bucky's like i can tell there's this and this and this and so bucky just goes he just doesn't trust redwing which is great um and he shows up and then all of a sudden he's like still talking to see <laughs> Sam on the radio and he's like blah 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 and Sam like appears next to him he's like
0: uh hello how are you? (laughs) That was really cute Uh, but before that though he you see uh, Bucky running through and Sam makes a joke like oh like he went to Wakanda now he's the white panther and Bucky says no actually it's the white wolf and I love that. Right
1: so it's one of our only white wolf well I guess our second white wolf reference Mm -hmm of
0: time, but yeah. Love, love a white wolf. Absolutely. All right. So let's see here. So they are struggling. Like we said, um, red wing is doing the work that Bucky cannot do by himself. And so he's kind of, they're both having to adjust and compromise. Uh, but they, uh, so they basically see, you know, the flag smashers load up, uh, a bunch of crates and stuff like that and get on a bus and or not a bus i um, get on trucks and you know they think that there is a hostage on one of those trucks so they this part bothers me because bucky jumps into a truck but there's another truck behind it so does i mean yeah. as the driver wouldn't you like radio one of the other trucks and be like hey guys at least Tom huh? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, nothing, dude,
1: some random guy <laughs> is, like, trying to break into the back of this truck. I
0: don't get it. Like, there's a there's a truck da not fuck? that far away from them that's following them very closely. Like, like I said, wouldn't you message the other drivers? Be like, hey, guys, there's some shit going on back here. You won't believe it. Wouldn't you just go to the very back one? Yeah. And look at
1: that one first? Yeah. And be like, okay, here's what we're dealing with.
0: <laughs> but we wouldn't get the moment that we get, i guess. Yeah, so we uh so Bucky finds what he thinks is a hostage. But she's no hostage. He just condescendingly
1: she? says to her when she like appears from out of nowhere, um hi. Like <laughs> okay. Cuz she's kind of like this young teenager mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. She's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell
0: everyone, do not estim- underestimate a redhead <laughs> okay, or so anyone with freckles. I was watching this last episode, and I was like, I bet Kendall loves that she's a redhead. <laughs> I love everything
1: about this character, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> she is beautiful. She is fierce. She is redhead. She's got these beautiful freckles. Mm-hmm, she's I agree. kind of ambiguously ethnic. Mm-hmm. You Nothing about her is recognizable in,
0: I I mean, like, she's just, she's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I said, found the hostage. Or is she? So we get into a little tiff because she puts on a mask and she just proceeds to manhandle Bucky. Bucky she really does.
1: <laughs> so then in comes Redwing. Mhm. And she just
0: <laughs> kills Redwing so easily. And I love how Bucky is like a little jealous. He's like I always wanted to do that. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh not only is uh not only is Sam, not only are Sam and Bucky fighting them, but we get two new players.
1: I don't trust these two <laughs> new guys, by the way. And he comes in and he just like ruins the flow.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. This.
1: I'm going to tell you that I'm never going to call him what his title is. He's just John Walker.
0: Okay. I was going to say, then how are you going to refer to him going on? But if you just want to call him John, just Walker. John Walker. Okay, that's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all right. Because I just. John Walker is not going to be Captain America. I'm very sorry. I just can't call him that. Okay. And I haven't been able to
0: from the very beginning. And so. you are entitled to your opinion. Thank you. <laughs> so we've got John Walker and we've got Battle uh, Battlestar, a.k.a. Hoskins. Um, and they are trying to butt their way into this fight. And really, Bucky and Sam are not having it. Bucky even has to kind of help them out a little bit you know Well, they both Bucky and Sam but now have to help them out so instead of those two helping Sam and Bucky now Bucky and Sam are responsible for helping them uh, which is right at one
1: point Bucky catches the shield mm-hmm. and hands it back to him and I th- there's yeah it's all. Om- you don't even see like a hesitation in Bucky to give that shield back to him even though you know it's killing him because we see at some point like bucky dying over the fact that they've like renamed captain america
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i think it's an interesting he just hands it back like nothing
0: but i mean he's doing he's used to doing that though you know what i mean like he's done that previously so he's used to just being like okay here here it is but you know it's they've got bigger fish to fry at the moment so yeah um so basically nothing really uh is resolved here um it's the end of the fight so now sam and bucky are walking along this road and they're talking about their next steps and uh here in a truck comes along john walker and hoskins um And I love this part because they're just like, they're trying to extend, I don't want to say extend an olive branch, but like they're really trying hard to like butt themselves in. And Sam and Bucky are just like not having it. You know, at first they don't even want to get on the truck. Then they end up getting on the truck. And then it's just a weird, awkward silence. Because Uh, Sam and Bucky are so used to... Steve. This is not Steve.
1: No. It's not. I mean, like, I think it's just, he like, starts talking, and he just doesn't stop talking. John Walker, that is. Like, he just tries to reason with them. He tries to, like, explain his own situation, but un... Like, knowing... And he keeps calling him Bucky. Mm -hmm. And then he calls him Buck. And that's... The reference I was saying, like earlier, said, you know, you can't call me that. But like, he calls him Buck. Like, that's not your nickname to call him. That's not. You're not
0: Steve. Yeah. So, don't. Yeah. So don't. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and he actually even says, "I'm not trying to replace Steve." And at that point, Bucky just gets out of the truck. And Sam goes after him. Um, And they're just like, you know what? We're just going to work on our own. Um, But there was this little funny moment previously when Bucky is just staring at him. And he's like, does he always just stare like that? And Sam says, you get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) But clearly Sam's not used to it, too. Sam
1: always brings it up. He talks about it enough that it's not something that Sam brings up. I also think that um at one point um oh sorry. Um John talks about the track record um about super soldiers and he says something like not to be offended and bucky is clearly offended. Like he's a super soldier, you can't and he just has this face and it's like oh.
0: Yeah. This
1: is this is Captain America, and he's talking about me, super soldiers, and yeah, it's awful. Yeah. And then, I'm sorry, Battlestar—that is
0: a horrible name.
1: <laughs> I just I can't. Well,
0: don't blame Lamar; that's not his fault. Blame the Ew. writers of Marvel. I know. Whenever this guy came in, which I think was actually the 1980s, is when Battlestar came in. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so let's see. So, um, we then go to the Flag Smashers headquarters, um, and we see that the person that they thought was hostage is actually the leader of the group. So, very interesting. Um, then we're back to Bucky and Sam, and Bucky says, I think there's somebody you should meet. And they, is it, was it was Maryland, wasn't it? That they go to. I didn't get the exact location. Yes. They're in Maryland. Baltimore. So they are in a. um, They're in a neighborhood. And uh, they. Bucky knocks on the door. And you know asks for somebody. By the name of Isaiah. And the person answering the door says. There's nobody here by that name. And he tells him. What did he say something like. Tell him.
1: Tell him it's the guy from the bar and
0: somewhere. Yeah. So we... So he lets him in. And we find out that Isaiah, during the Korean War, and was the next version of Steve. He was a super soldier. Um. You know, they, Isaiah and Bucky have uh, kind of have a moment, you know, he's like, I, I wanted to see if you got your arm back. So it's just going into that history again of how Bucky, you know, Bucky says, you know, I've been fighting. It's been one fight after another for the past 90 years or whatever. And this, you know, this also kind of re-verifies that. And, you know, to find out that there was also another super soldier after Steve that we didn't know about because, you know, he is African-American and um, that really kind of hit Sam. Yeah, I mean,
1: I mean, this kind of is a continuation from when Sam and Sarah are at the bank, and Sarah says something along the lines of, um, this always happens with people like us. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we meet Isaiah. Um, Well, so they're walking down the street in Baltimore, and this kid, this like middle school kid, says to Sam, oh my God, it's the Black Falcon. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm just the Falcon. He's like, no, my dad told me you're the Black Falcon. He's like, oh, so is it because I'm Black? And the kid's like, yeah, prob- I guess. And he's like, so you're just, like, Black kid. <laughs> and I think this kind of just, I mean, the commentary and, like, the feeling of this part of the show just really reflects on so much of what's mm-hmm. happening
0: the last now week, and like, like I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous that it's been a whole year, but, um, but yeah, absolutely. Like now more than ever, is it prevalent, you know, about um, just the social inequalities in America?
1: Right. Because we also find out that Isaiah, the reason he is an angry, angry man. And he says the reason why is because he was the, He was a soldier who was a super soldier. He had the serum, and then he becomes um, imprisoned by Mm -hmm. the U.S. government. And for 30 years, he's in prison because he's constantly being worked on and taken. And And tested on and stuff like that. Yeah. And Sam just grows angry as soon as they leave the house because Isaiah kicks them out because he's like I don't want to talk about it this is not my life you are not my people like leave. and I think Bucky can understand and, that
0: too you know
1: right um, but I think it you know it just like takes this other step because Sam's like yeah like there was a black Captain America and nobody knows about it yeah it just what what is happening? Right. Thirty years of imprisonment and then no one knows. Then all of a sudden Bucky and Sam are fighting and the police show mm-hmm. up. And they interrogate Sam. They ask him for his ID, nothing, and then all of a sudden he's like, Oh, don't you know who he is? Right. So the like social commentary that I mean obviously nothing that Marvel does is accidental no or not anything but like it's just fascinating that they were able to make it a little bit more
0: relevant Mm -hmm.
1: and realistic with this right
0: and I definitely have something to say about that as well uh for when we talk about this last episode because that is actually something that's even in the encyclopedia as well um so I mean this is something that Marvel has has been addressing for decades
1: right right Uh, specifically about Sam Mm -hmm. too like it's just yeah
0: but very interesting so awful (sighs) yeah I know and you know um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it you know in these next few episodes we learn um, we get to know Isaiah a little bit more and I am really hoping that we that I mean I'm sure Marvel may do something later with Isaiah's story because it's connected to something else that is coming up later. But I really, I would really like that, that backstory. Like, I think that that would be really, um, that would be really beneficial. You know what I mean? To get, to dive into that story a little bit more.
1: Absolutely. I mean, based on the impact that like Black Panther mm-hmm. had on, everyone um is just telling that i think everyone kind of needs to have this extra story even if it's not a true story it's something that represents people and it's just yeah it's fascinating yeah that it was it's been in a long time
0: process right i mean absolutely so all right, so we're definitely coming back to Isaiah later. Sorry for the spoiler alert, but I don't care. You can email yeah. me. I don't care. But Bucky
1: gets arrested, <laughs> so at the we end of actually that find out of Sam. So yeah,
0: we actually find out that even though the police are racially profiling Sam, it's actually Bucky who has the warrant. And you know what? When you feel a fool, because this last episode, weren't we like we love a man who goes to therapy? And we find out... And he doesn't want to go to therapy. (laughs) And we find out his warrant is because he skipped his court-ordered therapy. Bucky, what are you doing? I mean, sometimes you just don't need to talk about yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you, Bucky. I get it. But, I mean, me, personally, even if I felt like I didn't have anything to talk about, I would get there and open my mouth and then... It's an hour later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. And I mean, it's court
1: ordered. <laughs> Probably should show up. Exactly. Whether or not you are in another country fighting mm. the flag smashers. Mm. Not an excuse. No, not an excuse. To not work on your mental health. Because <laughs> that I is hope, important. I hope people. you
0: meditate um you know maybe you just do some um self uh, affirmations maybe you know put them on your lock screen of your phone bucky like there are many different ways that you can still practice self-help while you're out saving the world i'm just gonna say um he doesn't have a lock screen
1: because he has a flip phone do we not forget this (laughs) oh that's right Okay,
0: yeah. whatever. So,
1: I mean, like, you can send yourself messages. Yes, yeah, exactly. You can set alarms. <laughs> you can call in to therapy. Like, it is available 247. <laughs> Work on yourself. Your mental health is very, very, very important.
0: See, here at Something Tomorrow, a podcast, we stand for hydration. We stand for self-help. We just want you to be the best version of yourself even if that means three glasses of wine, half a pint of ice cream, and two cupcakes. Like do you boo, you know? You do you. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. <laughs> we understand.
0: All right. Um so let's see. So we are at um the jail or whatever it is and we see the therapist. And so Sam is like, oh, are, are you the one who got him out? Or something? Then he ask something like that? Um, and she was like, no, actually, um, you know, and she points to John Walker who walks in and he's, and he's like, oh, you know, I made some phone calls or whatever. And it's just John just butting his way in where he doesn't need to be present. I'm just going to say this.
1: In all caps, Cap. my notes are cap sh- yeah like caps <laughs> like caps lock uh stop calling him bucky and buck john walker you son of a bitch
0: because you have no right no, he doesn't he has not earned the trust of him yet to no. be able to call him that um and bucky certainly does not trust him no gosh no no Also, Bucky
1: is wearing these jeans (laughs) this entire time that I don't understand how he wears them like that. What do
0: you mean you don't understand? Like, how does someone (laughs) wear jeans and look that good? I don't understand. (sighs) He, He wears the hell... Out of jeans, like He does. He does make them look pretty good. I'm not going to... Oh, I'm not fighting you on that for I sure. Mean,
1: them babies are tight. <laughs> they look so good. And mm. I don't
0: get it. You look so thirsty. You need to have a glass of something. Because you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, but let's go into this next scene because I definitely have some thirsty moments as well um so the therapist basically uh sam's like the therapist is like oh no we're gonna have a session right now and sam's like okay i'll just wait out here whatever i'll wait for you she's like no that means you too so she makes the both of them come in and sit down and you know she's just like i'm just gonna treat this like a couple's therapy session which i kind of love um and she tells them to sit facing each other and they have to do the soul gazing exercise because
1: right. they failed the first one, which was the miracle that question. they try, the miracle question. So they now have to do the soul gazing exercise, which you would hate. Oh, it's my nightmare! <laughs> I already read that. So there is a my. So she nightmare. tells them
0: to sit across from each other, but get really close. So it's a it's a fight about whose thigh is going where, and I mean the thigh grazing is just, Whew. You can't see me. Got you can't myself. see us. Ah! We're both fanning ourselves literally at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I don't get it.
1: I just don't get it. I'll be the meat and ham in that ham sandwich. I just
0: okay. <laughs> I love it when Kendall talks about sandwiches. They're my favorite. <laughs> um So, you know, in they're both very good at this at this uh, exercise. And we know that Bucky is very good at staring somebody down. So um, and then we kind of see that, you know, it it all comes back to Bucky being angry at Sam for giving up the shield. You know, and he says, you know, why do you care so much? And he's like, because, you know, Steve, uh, Steve trusted you to give it to you. And if Steve is wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. So this is really about. Bucky's insecurities about you know somebody that he cared about so much to believe in him you know what I mean he's like do do you know what I mean like he's like oh my god it's just yeah he's like Absolutely. he's like so I insecure mean, about himself
1: I think he's so worried and he's so because I think original Bucky like 1940s Bucky had zero insecurities I think that once he became Winter Soldier then became Bucky again his insecurities just like he now is worried and he knows that Steve was all about him and Mm -hmm. believed in him and we see Steve I mean Steve goes to war with his friends and we see that Mm -hmm. it's a whole movie (laughs) like called there's a whole movie about it (laughs) yeah see it if you haven't seen it we'll talk about it later (laughs) um but like clearly the only things that steve has ever really fought for are america and bucky Mm -hmm. like this is something that we and bucky's just so worried that With Steve gone, he's not going to be able to live up to that. Mm. And I think that's like... Yeah, it's so awful to watch this whole interaction where Sam kind of just dismisses it. But then he kind of gets it after Bucky says it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's not like... Obviously, Bucky's not the most open person. So it's like, how could you have expected Sam to understand why you're so upset about it you know what i mean yeah we we hear that he doesn't
1: answer any of sam's text messages in the first episode at therapy so he's not open he doesn't talk but yeah just he blurts it out it's so sad it is sad but it's such a
0: breakthrough it is yeah absolutely it's like
1: what therapy is made for (laughs) people
0: work on your mental health (laughs) can't stress it enough. we should be sponsored by better health or something like we need to be sponsored by a self-help <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i fully support that yeah exactly all right come at us please dm us email us we will gladly support a self-help company um we did actually get a dm the other day that we're not very interested in <laughs> smooth balls yeah. It was, no, it's like smooth, we my say. balls or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, let's go on. So um, we find out that the leader's name is Carly Morgenthau. And uh, she is the leader of the Flag Smashers. Now, in the encyclopedia, the name is actually Carl Morgenthau. So it is um, It's just an interesting take that, you know, they're, of course, they're making this male character into a female um, to kind of make it more... To make her more, I don't know, I don't want to say relevant, but make her, I don't even know if I want to say likable, but uh, more, you know, I think just to be somebody that, you know, people can maybe sympathize more a little bit with, if that makes sense. Right. So.
1: Yeah, I honestly, if it was a Carl, I don't think I would sympathize at all. <laughs> exactly. At all. Like, yeah. I, Like, thinking, oh, God, ugh.
0: (laughs) Man. Um, So, uh, you know, and we should have mentioned before that Bucky and Sam come out of the police station and there's Battlestar and John Walker. And, you know, they're talking about, you know, the leads on the flag smashers and stuff like that. And, you know, they're just like, no, again, you know, we're just going to go our own way and do this.
1: So then... Yeah, John Walker... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, John Walker says, a word of advice then, stay the hell out of my way. Yeah, And all I know is, every time this dude opens his mouth, I just
0: want to scream. <laughs> like, shh. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not a fan either. And um, I can definitely yeah. sympathize with Bucky and Sam. You know, when when you're, like, working with somebody and they're just trying to butt in, you're just like, just please stop. Just, for the love of God, just give me my space. (laughs) Please. We know what we're doing.
1: We've been doing this a hell of a lot longer than you because one is a hundred and six and the other is, like,
0: militarized and has been an Avenger.
1: And I'm sorry, but
0: has John Walker fought Thanos? Has he fought... Um. Captain America has he fought other alien races? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, which one of the big three has he fought? Exactly.
1: Probably none. I just his everything he says just makes me want to scream. It makes me want to punch him in the face. He's got this like smug like Wyatt Russell has this way of making this face. The that smug makes you want to punch it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me want to punch it every time I see it. And again, I say, White Russell is attractive. I like this guy. He
0: comes from Hollywood royalty. I mean. I don't like John Walker. No. Period. Right. And you could also make the argument that that is a testament to maybe how good of an actor he is. Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You know when you make that character.
1: watch other stuff he's in he's really great in uh Black Mirror. what episode was he so in Black good Mirror? in it Um, the one with the guy who does like a interactive video game
0: where he calls his mom I don't think I've seen that one, but Anthony Mackey was in an interactive yeah. video game one as well yes he
1: was hmm. yeah. I think White wrestles in season two. Hmm. The same season that Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri in Black Panther, is in.
0: So she's like the end
1: of the season. Is that the one with like the the teddy bear?
0: Is she in that episode? No, she's in
1: the like museum one. Hmm. All right. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, that, that's another great show. Check it yeah, out if you haven't
0: absolutely. seen it. Absolutely. So, um, we find out. We, so, basically, Sam and Bucky are having a conversation about, you know, Hydra was, is, are Bucky's people. Um, he's going to go see someone. Who's he going to go see, Kendall? Zemo! Oh. <clears throat> bum, bum, bum! And that's where the episode ends. Um... So, I mean, we know his history with Zemo. You know, from was it was a civil war, right? Yep. I mean, he started the civil war. Really. Right, he did. So this is this is going to be interesting. Uh, so, go ahead.
1: Well, right before we see them say they're going to go to Zemo, we see the Flag Smashers again briefly, and they're in Slovakia loading a plane with a bunch of cargo crates. Um, and they're talking about how they don't want to get caught by the people that are coming, which is the power broker's men, mm-hmm. so they're clearly stealing stuff, right, loading it, and onto a plane we see one guy hang back, and the rest of them fly off with all this cargo that they stole from the power broker
0: mm-hmm. yep, so hmm. interesting, interesting. Um, so do you want yeah. to go into episode three? I mean, who is this? Let's power do broker? it. All right. So episode three is called the power broker. And this is something the the episode opens with something that we saw in WandaVision, which I kind of liked. And it's it's a commercial. It's a commercial for the for the you know, this this universe, the MCU universe. And that's, uh, it's the global, is it reparation? Yes. Uh, council. Council. Um, so, you know, they're talking about trying to get people that, you know, just being gone for five years and then just suddenly all these people coming back, there's so many issues and this is an ongoing issue throughout the entire series is trying to, You know, and even WandaVision is trying to get people integrated back into life, to get integrated back into society, to, you know, get things, quote unquote, back to normal.
1: Yeah, their slogan at the end of the commercial is reset, restore, rebuild the GRC, which is the Global Reparation Council. So they're just trying to get people back. Mm
0: -hmm. So I kind of had this like five years ago dark this dark thought uh, is like either yesterday or today about people coming back because we know from WandaVision and we know from, you know, this show, like people were gone for five years and we know from Spider-Man, whatever the last Spider-Man was, you know, they didn't, those people don't age. They didn't age during those five years. So my thought was, what about the babies? Like, were there babies who were snapped and gone for five years and then you, you come back right back to where you were what what happened to the babies yeah that's weird shit I mean like I mean I know yeah. we're not supposed to think too much into it but like I was thinking about I that know. I was like what about babies and toddlers and like little kids like and then you come back into because later on and it's not a spoiler but somebody says you know what about the people who come home to their family homes and their family's no longer there somebody else is living there imagine a toddler just reappearing in the living room right i mean sam says he
1: left his nephews were babies now they're young men so clearly we we haven't seen any children that were blipped or snapped like so we don't know it yeah that's awful i like don't I know? I don't want to think about about it, like a daycare,
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. That's why I'm like, I was just thinking about that. I was like, dang, like, we know from like I said, we know from the spider, the last Spider Man movie, they don't age, right? Because they come back and like, you know, some of the students are older or you know, more mature than
1: yeah, someone's little brother is now like a same age as the right, exactly.
0: So, you know, I'm I was just like, what about the babies and the toddlers and the little kids and. Oh god. Now I've depressed Ugh. myself. I'm sorry. Okay, we're moving on. No, it's okay. Let's not veer but, like, too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I like imagine oh I cannot. Um so uh we find out, yeah, we're just gonna move on because I'm getting too sad now thinking about it. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so uh we find out that they want to work with Zemo because he is also against super soldiers. Um But Sam has reservations, obviously, because of Zemo and Bucky's past relationship. But Bucky is, you know, trying to reassure him that the past is the past. He's a different person now. So he... Yeah, we
1: even see him at the prison talking to Zemo. Mm -hmm. Zemo starts repeating the same phrase of words that triggered bucky in civil war right. to become winter soldier mm-hmm. so and bucky zero he's got nothing to re- you know like he's like that doesn't work anymore right like sol bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i mean it's yeah and from there well so my thought is like it's that's Beautiful therapy and work, but also, I mean, like, clearly his reprogramming of his brain had a big part of it. But like, oh, look, therapy works. This is proof. So.
0: Yeah, it's true. There you go. Um, Mental
1: health again. Just non-status. Right back
0: at it. So basically, we find out that, you know, Bucky helps Zemo escape from prison, which I have thoughts about that, but I will definitely bring that up in this last episode, because I don't understand how the the justice system failed so many times that this man is in a like medium security prison,
1: <laughs> though they claim it's like a big German security, but like we see this scene of Bucky talking to Zemo, and then all of a sudden we're in a garage. Mm-hmm. With Bucky and Sam. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, after watching all six episodes, this scene of the two of them in the garage is hands down one of the best scenes <laughs> in this entire series. Their interaction, their dialogue, their acting, their like everything is perfection. I just. I rewatched it twice. Like I rewat I watched it when I was making notes. And then I had to rewind and just be like, this is so perfect. Yeah. Uh, like I think
0: it's it, their chemistry. It
1: is, yes. Like perfect they know each other so well, I think as actors. Right. And they know their character so well in this that they're able to just like Flow through it, and it is—it's so well done. I like laughed when you should like it. It gives you every emotion at the right time. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfection. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I know. I I completely agree with you. I definitely do not disagree. I love their. Um, I love their chemistry, and I think that's what makes the show so good too. Is like their chemistry is really good together. Um, so it really allows for that banter back and forth and it is such a different chemistry than Paul Bettany's and Elizabeth Olsen's but that works for them you know right? these characters are so different that they have to have their own chemistry a chemistry that works for them you know so
1: I would 100% also watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as a comedy like kind of sitcom (laughs) style like if it was was set up the same as WandaVision Mm -hmm. I'd watch that and I would I think that it would just be as successful of a show as what we're watching now so I fully support whatever these two want to
0: do You mean, whatever these two are up to in the future, I think is what you mean. Well, yeah, definitely. (laughs) So I wanted to, um, I am trying to open up this encyclopedia here um, because I remember having a question about, where is he here? I think this is one of my tabs for him. Having a question about the Baron. Baron Zemo here. So they are in this... Um, we already say that they're in this garage. And they're talking about... And uh, I think Sam asked something like... Oh, this this all belong to you? And he's like... He says something like... Uh, oh, these are mine collected by the family over generations. And his... In the encyclopedia... There, under Baron Zemo, is actually the name is Helmut. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Zemo. which we find out.
0: Yeah, right. So he is the son of Heinrich Zemo, who was a Nazi scientist during World War Two who designed super weapons. Heinrich Zemo was working on a glue adhesive X that could never be dissolved, hoping it could be used to immobilize Allied troops. Captain America broke into his lab and in the fight Cap's shield shattered the vat containing the adhesive and Zemo's mask was glued to his head. So, there is this purple mask that he finds and he grabs it. And I just thought that was really interesting to point out to that because we um I wasn't sure if he was if he was the original Zemo or if he was the son of Zemo. So, obviously He is the son of Zemo because that mask was already in the car.
1: Wow. See what happens when you read? (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. I thought Zemo was this uh, Sokovian baron that just was out to get revenge for his family. And I guess he is.
0: Yeah, he is for sure
1: it just spans even farther right than we know right in the movies
0: so it's really interesting that the first appearance is in captain america 168 in june 1971 so after 30 years after world war ii uh even maybe like five or six years after agent carter and uh, Hydra as well. So I just thought that was really interesting to point out because the mask is something that's like super iconic for that character. So to find out that, you know, just so just to be reminded of that little story basically is what I'm getting at. really interesting.
1: Very interesting. I like it. Hmm.
0: Oh, and actually on the next page is actually Battlestar and it says his first appearance was Captain America 341 May 1988.
1: Stupid eighties name.
0: His height star. is supposed to be six feet two, so not even what? So he's in real life not even as tall as his comic character.
1: Wait, look up Lamar Hoskins because I don't. He is. Then who? What? His
0: uh, battle star real name Lamar Hoskins.
1: What was I looking up? That it says that he was six six. Cause in my notes it says he's six six. Oh, I don't know. I was sober when I was looking that up. So <laughs> th- I mean clearly something I must have been looking up the wrong thing. So I apologize. But also
0: you're two feet you're two inches shorter and still, I just don't appreciate still it. Still even then, that's crazy. Um anyways, we should move on. Oh well look at this. So in the encyclopedia it says Bucky's height is five feet seven.
1: Yeah, I think we talk about that, because that means... Again? That Steve Do is we like talk about that again? <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: so I think, like, Steve is, like, 5'4", <laughs> when he's lollipop head. And then post-serum, he's, like, six... He's six feet, <laughs> I believe. Captain America is supposed to be, like, six feet. And mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan is six, six feet or six one. Mm. So it's, like, no... <laughs> Wait. So okay. Will you look up how tall Falcon is? Because they're Falcon, like essentially this or Sam Wilson. I don't know. Which. I
0: I think he is under Falcon. I don't yeah, have his so. tab in here, but I'm pretty sure I. I know he's in here. It's just Falcon. Here we go. Where is he? Uh, six feet two. Okay. Well, Anthony Mackie is five ten. So. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's five ten. I know. Hmm. Uh, so his first appearance is Captain America 117, September 1969. That's interesting.
1: That's pretty early. You think that's early? Well, I get, Captain I, I mean, America has
0: been around since the 40s.
1: That's true. But he's like right after. Yeah, I guess he's right after uh, Peggy Mm -hmm. because she's like 66 67 yeah
0: peggy is like late 60s hydra is late 60s so he's um he's just a couple years after that so we get falcon and bucky doesn't come around till oh bucky's really early bucky's Bucky's the first episode bucky's 1941 yeah first uh he's in the first comic yeah Hmm. but Interesting. interesting interesting anyways Um, So I just wanted to point out that little story about um, the mask, you know, in case people were wondering, you know, um, because I have little eye emojis next to the Zemo mask. So,
1: yeah. One thing I like is that Sam, (laughs) Sam talks about how, how can you trust Zemo? And Bucky says he is crazy, but he still has a code. So right. Bucky kinda understands Zemo, I think, in a way, because the Winter Soldier had a code. Like mm. like he was to follow this code. I mean, Well, like, it's still
0: even after even now he has yeah, a code. He has the three rules. Yeah.
1: So I think he kind of has this weird can like he even says like he understands he was obsessed with hydra and i was hydra Mm -hmm. so i think him and bucky have this weird relationship and we kind of get into it right and feel that relationship
0: yeah yeah i agree so um so let's move right along here um Basically, the reason why Zemo is against the serum is because he says, once the serum is out there, it can create an army of people like the Avengers. So, very dangerous indeed. Uh, So, uh, they get on a private plane and Sam is like, how are you this rich? You know, poor Sam cannot comprehend how people have money because... (laughs) He does not make any money. <laughs> Zero. I
1: mean, he can't even get it from a bank. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, I'm so obsessed with Zemo's like butler mm-hmm. or valet or whatever. His name is Esnik. His version Esnick? of
0: Alfred. Yes,
1: it's Esnik, yeah. but it's spelled O E Z N I K. He is this old. <laughs> German or Sokovian or, I would say Sokovian, yeah, right? Yeah, probably. Like Sokovian dude. And he is, he's Alfred.
0: Yeah. Like I said, he is the like the Zemo version of Alfred.
1: Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah,
0: I like him. I love him. Um, I'm obsessed with yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. So um, they get on this plane and uh, Zemo's looking through a book and he sees that this little, he sees this little book in there and he's like, oh, it's interesting that there's these or doesn't he say like it's curious these names in that are written in this book and Bucky realizes it's his little his little black book of names
1: yeah Bucky kind of winter soldiers him yeah
0: and he's like if you ever touch it again I'll kill you or something like that um and Sam rec- I think for, Sam recognizes it and he's like oh let's that's Steve's book, because yeah. Steve would write down things that you know he would look up after you know what I mean when he came back from being unfrozen when he was thought out, I guess is what we'll call it. Um, and <laughs> there is this part where Sam asks Bucky if he listened to this Marvin Gaye album, and Bucky says, "Well, I like '40s music, so and just." I have this like little like drunken face emoji mouth drooling emoji <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, I do love me some 40 music so
1: <laughs> it's so funny because I love that whole interaction it's just Perfect because then Zemo comes in and he's like, "No, seriously," and he calls him James. Mm-hmm. He calls Bucky James, and this is where I'm saying like their weird connection. It's kind of like a friendship where he's the only one that calls him James mm. this entire time, and he continues to call him James. But he like sides with Sam, and they're like kind of ganging up on Bucky about oh, jazz listening music. to, yeah. yeah, and it's so perfect. <laughs> Uh um, I just I I like I wrote after Bucky says I like 40s music. I was just I'm living for the writers of this episode and it's only 10 minutes in. Like like I said the garage scene is perfection. The like what we've gotten so far is so well done. Right. Yeah. So well written, delivered. It's Yeah, it's comedy. It's sadness. It's 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 everything. It's like drama. It's perfect. Yeah. So I agree. Hats off. Like, uh, so good.
0: Um. So then we find out that they are going to a little place called Majapur. Um. And Sam says something really interesting. He says, "You talk about it like it's Skull Island." I don't know if in the MCU there is a Skull Island or a specific like thing about it. However. I did just recently watch a movie called Kong Skull Island that has Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, and Samuel L. Jackson. There are other actors in that movie, too. But like, I was like, is that a reference to that movie?
1: Okay. (laughs) Yes, agree. (laughs) Also, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this movie. Like, Kong Skull Island is like something I'm obsessed with. But I've watched it many many times it's not a great movie i will say that
0: (laughs) it's an okay movie like it's it's got some ridiculous some ridiculous parts where you're like
1: yeah come on i mean there's a there's
0: giant yaks (laughs) there's giant
1: gorillas obviously it's like absolutely ridiculous but i don't know why i like it (laughs) this is the only time i've ever been attracted to tom hiddleston
0: I have thoughts about that movie. So, you know what? How about how about after we do this, we talk about movies that other Marvel people have been in? Because there's literally no end in sight for those movies. We can talk about Kong no. Skull Island.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know what it is. People just go watch it. Hate it. Love it. I don't care. I didn't hate it. I didn't like some of the characters Brie Larson, but... Um, there are some ridiculous parts where you're just like, how did, how did this giant ape know to pick up a chain and strangle something like that? That doesn't make any sense to me. Again, I don't love this movie, <laughs> but I love it. I don't know what it is. It is
1: terrible. It is. Has so many good actors. The music is amazing. I love it. Like, late 60s early 70s soundtrack it's life but i i don't know I don't there know. are actually some but really yes, cool I shots in that movie, i thought
0: but um yeah yeah i but like i literally just watched that movie like last weekend That's so, so funny had i not i would not have gotten that reference
1: oh yeah uh, unfortunately that when he said it i was like kong school island what <laughs> but then i also thought of um like a school rock from Peter Pan. Oh, is the other thing that I like referenced. Maybe but my first thought was Kong. So
0: that's funny. So embarrassing. <laughs> that again, that I just. But again, had you and me just so much emotion about like, it. Yeah, we're just on this other level, Kendall. I don't know what it I is. Know. We're not. We're not. We. Me and Kendall have already talked about this. We're not a Sam and Bucky situation. No. I think we're more of a Steve Bucky situation. Yeah. Because we love each other. Yeah. I would lay down the shield for you. Okay.
1: Girl, I'd drop that in a <laughs> second. <laughs> All right. So I would stop you from kissing your nephew or niece. Oh,
0: please. For the love of God. <laughs> please. Please step I in. Got your back. <laughs> so gross. I know that is so gross. Okay, uh, so let's go on here. So um, Zemo basically tells Bucky, "You will have to become somebody you claim is gone." Um, and again, I have the word Madripoor written again. Madripoor is the way that somebody described it to me was it's like it's like the Tatooine most Eisley cantina of star wars is what it is to the mcu x-men universe so just a bunch of scum and villainy questionable characters smugglers people of the worst kind basically go here
1: you know it's when watching it it's so it reminded me that like town itself low town i think is Mm -hmm. what they call it right Mm -hmm. um because there's high town and there's low town and you don't want to go to low town basically um but that's where they go and low town reminds me of blade runner Mm -hmm. it gives me such blade runner vibes of like kind of dystopian la in apparently 2019 is the original Blade Runner, so that makes me feel terrible. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it just has that vibe to me. Like, yeah, tattooing... It, no one wants to go there, but you go there because you're just scum.
0: You need questionable things to be done.
1: You want to get all the shots before you get
0: there. <laughs> Again, we are pro-vaccination get your vaccines people if you're going to someplace like Madripoor or in this pandemic be safe
1: get your shots (laughs) it also this is also another really embarrassing um love of mine from the late 90s early 2000s and i think you and i've talked about it but um batman and robin mm-hmm. the george clooney yeah chris, chris O'Donnell, o'donnell
0: alicia Ad- silverstone
1: yeah yeah dude so that's also what kind of it reminds me of mm. that gotham where it's like everything's kind of like black light neon light
0: dude i don't like gotham. they get surrounded like by... gotham is like so dark and dirty i feel like I every Who day of the week there <laughs>
1: And the crime you rate seems there? very
0: high. Is all I'm gonna say. But yes, no, I, I completely understand. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on the dark and grittiness of it. Yeah, it definitely like, had it just that, gives vibe. You that vibe. Yeah.
1: yeah. So those are the two things that like kind of com- came to mind for me when Madge report just like appeared on the screen. It was like, ugh, why would you go there? Oh, because you're
0: not super great of a person. You've got you're you're up to some shady stuff basically yeah so um they are dressed up so basically um bucky is the winter soldier again i know damn (laughs) Damn.
1: (laughs) it's not great that that is like a real attraction for me
0: why is that not great that's that's the the character that you fell in love with
1: well no i fell in love with bucky okay It just happens that Bucky turns into the Winter Soldier. But like,
0: damn. Yeah.
1: His, the, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not great. Um,
0: Well, we're definitely going to go into some notes about that because then Sam is dressed up as what he thinks is a pimp. And Zemo says something like only an American would think a fashion forward black man looks like a pimp or something like that. And I just like love these little like Zemo zingers. You know you what? Know, let's he could be one liner for the rest <laughs> of the time. And I'm like,
1: Chef's kiss. You know what? Zemo, let's make that a you... new
0: segment. I want to make a new segment called Zemo's zingers. Yes, because <laughs> there is He's got a lot. Yeah, there's actually another one. I think later in this episode that like I'm like, woof! Call yeah, the my heart starts call the burn racing for it. Right. <laughs> um
1: yeah um yeah sam looks so good in that suit that is your color that is your cut <laughs> rocket
0: oh you know here's
1: what? a go ahead you know what we're in sam's corner now <laughs> this is this is part sam's episode yeah. sorry bucky
0: move over bucky um, um so he is dressed as so they have dressed him up as somebody called the smiling tiger and i haven't looked up but I'm looking up now. Let's see where is he? Would it? I wonder if it's in here, because that would be really interesting to kind of get like a reference to that, you know? Right. Uh, I love
1: that Sam even says like, "Oh, and he has a terrible nickname as well." Like, but he does look like me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm into the smiling tiger. I don't see
0: a specific entry for him in the encyclopedia. So, we're going to maybe put a bookmark in that later. Maybe he's like just mentioned briefly in somebody else's description or something. Um so Sam says uh something really interesting And he says, because they talk about, you know, you don't want to go to Lowtown, you you know. Um, And Sam says something interesting. He says, oh, so I bet we don't know anybody. You don't know anybody in Hightown, do you? And Zemo just kind of gives this little look. And I just want to put a pin in that. Because.
1: Yeah, because like, well, also this car suddenly appears to like Mm -hmm. pick them up. They're walking down this bridge. Yeah. In Madhupur, and they're talking about their the who they're be who they're pretending to be, Mm -hmm. and his car appears like out of nowhere. I mean, yes, he's a baron, so that makes sense. Like, is it Uber? Is it someone? (laughs) It's Madhupur Uber. Yes. Yeah. Like, what the hell is it? Why are you just getting in this car randomly? Yeah. But yeah, and then. Zemo kind of just ignores the comment, but...
0: He gives a look, though. He gives a weird look.
1: He does. So, like I said... Absolutely. Let's put
0: a pin in that, because then the next thing we know is that we are in a um, a bar. And there's this little, this little tiny second of a scene, Kendall, that I thought was really interesting. It's like a... It's somebody, like, in a hood. Like, they put a hood on, and then they turn around and walk away. And I'm like, who's that person? Who's why did they make who's that guy yeah why did they make such a point to show that tiny little split scene
1: yeah like okay obviously we're gonna want to know who that is Mm -hmm. or we will know who that is right so
0: um so zemo basically says uh i'm here to talk to selby um i'm here with the winter soldier and um and the smiling tiger and the bartender's like oh okay so the smiling tiger you want your usual right He's like, hmm. You know, he can't. He can't like speak because he can't let on that he's not actually the smiling tiger. And it's basically just snake venom. A shot of snake venom.
1: Yeah. Well, plus some, like, inside of the snake, like some weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Was it like a heart or something like that? Yeah. Or, no, it was yeah, so like, gross. Ugh. Um. So. So uh, Sam has to just down that get it down the hatch just to pretend he is who he says he is um, to play along with this. Um, and Zeman Zeman Zemo tells um, Bucky to, uh, you know, there's somebody who comes up to him and says, Hey, we don't like you here. Or I don't, I don't like you or something like that. And I kind of felt like it was like a little bit of a callback to star Wars because in the Tatooine, um, cantina, the most Isaac cantina, somebody's like, Hey, my friend doesn't like you. He's like, okay. He's like, I don't like you either. You know, and they start a fight. Um, I don't know. I was getting star Wars vibes there. So,
1: Oh, absolutely. So many good, uh, parallels.
0: There you go. That's That's the word we're looking for. Um, so Zemo (laughs) tells Bucky to be the winter soldier and Bucky has to pretend to strong arm a couple of people. You know, little tiff breaks out. Um, and I could definitely Bucky see. Bucky looks
1: really comfortable doing it,
0: too. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's done it for however many decades, so. But I could also see how it's very uncomfortable for him, how it's very triggering for him.
1: Right, right. You know? And Sam checks in on it. Right. After the. Uh, Zemo tells him to. Good job, stop. Right. So.
0: So then we go into this next scene where they are going to meet with Selby now, Selby now, um, whoever Selby is, um, and there is the scene where they are walking in to meet her, and it's slow motion. Just I can't give us all the water in California. <laughs> there is none. That's the problem. <laughs> all I have written down is zaddy swagger
1: oh I don't know if that is how (sighs) any of them walk I don't know if okay listen this is weird Bucky this is what I'm gonna say Okay,
0: there is another episode where I'm just like why is he walking like this like (laughs) it's just this like sexy slow-mo walk And I don't understand it. Like, does he normally walk that way? I don't get it.
1: (laughs) I think it's the arm. The arm gives him this, like, confidence,
0: I think. Mm. And I can't stop watching. That scene is just, it's too much. It's too much for me. Like, it's just, it's so, like, oh, my gosh. I gotta look away. But not looking away. (laughs) <laughs> but I can't. Exactly. Like I said, not looking away, but I need to look away. But it's like, did you guys really need to do the slow mo for that scene? Did you really need to? Because <laughs> I Again, feel like you did it. The
1: director for all six episodes is a female mm-hmm. named Kari. Carrie yeah, or Carrie Skoglund. Yeah. I mean, girl. We see
0: you. Thank you. We see you, girl. We see you. She sees us. Oh, for sure. I think is the thing. She's like. She understands She's like, don't worry. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it.
1: She's like, who do Sarah and Kendall want to <laughs> see
0: <laughs> nonstop? Exactly. Yes. She's like, please put Sebastian Stan in these size, these small size shirts. And small size jeans. And for this particular scene, you know, where everybody's kind of dressed up, we're just going to have them slow-mo walking for no reason at all.
1: So, I have not mentioned it yet, Mm. but if it has gone unnoticed to everyone else watching, Bucky does this thing where he, like clenches his jaw yes and this like
0: yes lord jesus in his cheek like, like right twitches yes and it kendall i i die okay
1: <laughs> i die. And I and don't think i'd come back no from it no because
0: there are several things later, that he, he does it again that i'm just like put a fork in me i'm done I don't understand.
1: He knows what he is doing. Yeah, absolutely. This is my problem. He knows what he's doing. He refuses to stop. Mm-hmm. He just continues with it. And it's. Torture.
0: Yeah. I agree. But I can't look away. No, And why would you want to? But I refuse to look away. Ugh. I agree.
1: So I looked up who plays Selby. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get us you know and (laughs) because i was like who is this actress Uh who like she's very familiar to me okay and apparently she's already been in the mco so (gasps) whose line is it anyway wow good call what did she play previously she played dr goodman in an agents of shield episode Um... And then she also played a character in Lost <gasps> named Abigail Spencer. Shut but... up. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, there goes that Lost crossover along with Evangeline Lilly. Amazing. So. Good job, Kendall. I, Because I did not bother to look that up. Because you know what bothered me? Well, I guess we should get into it first. So. They are looking for the person who is making the serum. They find out it's somebody named Nagel. And, uh, and then Sam gets a phone call. It's his sister, Sarah. Yeah, good timing, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah's yelling at her sons about Cheerios, and that's when they know the jig is up. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, completely random, you don't see from where it's coming, but somebody shoots Selby. Who shoots Selby? The hooded figure? Maybe.
1: Maybe.
0: I mean, we don't know. We don't know. We don't. Know. We, don't, know. We, don't we never I see. I don't
1: think we ever know.
0: No. They don't honestly. even say in this last episode who did that. But it's very interesting. So now uh, people are starting to get text messages saying Selby is dead. Uh, bounty on these three guys. So they're running out of this bar and they're running down a dark alley.
1: Favorite line. <laughs> I know Sam who you're going to say. Yep.
0: I can't run in these heels. <laughs> yes, that was a very good line.
1: Welcome to the world of females, Sam. Yeah,
0: exactly. And
1: those who like to wear heels, but like.
0: <laughs> you think we can run in those really? heels, Sam? Come on.
1: Yeah, come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so then. We We see somebody. Who do we see?
1: <laughs> Alright, so a blonde female appears <laughs> out of the death. <laughs> and it's goddamn Sharon Carter, <laughs> the uncle
0: kissing whore <laughs> Sorry, that was so mean. I'm keeping that in. We're not getting rid of that. That's how we will refer to her going forward. Um, So she then doesn't she say something like, uh, oh, uh, like I'm in high town or something like that. And that's where my pin about Zemo from earlier comes into play. Because he gives a look up when, you know, Sam was like, oh, and I suppose you don't know anybody in Hightown. And then, you know, Sharon says something about being in Hightown. And so I'm like, did Zemo know Sharon was in Hightown? Yeah, because she
1: like holds a gun up to Zemo and she looks like she's she's obviously pissed. uh, All of them, but specifically Zemo, because kind of as we look back at why Sharon may be in this place is because she's on the run still from being a nice person and stealing (laughs) Captain America's shield like I just (laughs) so she's like pissed that Zemo's there right so we don't there's you don't catch any reference to them knowing each other besides
0: what happened in Civil War. Right. Okay. Um, But she does... I don't... It's really difficult to talk about her right now.
1: Right, but so what my question is, is because so Simo does a shit in Civil War. The last time we see Sharon in Civil War is when she gives Cap his shield shield and sam his wings back Mm -hmm, right yeah so then we assume she's on the lamb at that point well we don't know literally who thinks about her besides random weirdos who like her sorry but like (laughs) no one no one cares about sharon at this point so i didn't even think about the fact that she's probably in a lot of deep shit for stealing these things.
0: Right. So she says something about how, you know, and she ended up in Madripoor because she is a fugitive now to the government. Right.
1: So, but in that, we, when we see Simo at the end of that movie, he's being, he's about to shoot himself in front of Black Panther But then Black Panther stops him, and then they turn him in. And the next time we see him, he's in the German prison. Mm. So my only guess is that Zemo was in Madripoor pre-Sharon Madripoor.
0: Definitely. He knows about Madripoor, and he knows about, like, who what to say that type of thing so, yeah um i definitely yeah I, I could definitely see that he has been in madripoor before so they go back to her place and she uh basically sells uh real paintings um because you know most most museums have counterfeit paintings or whatever and sam doesn't believe it and here comes bucky with this cute little one-liner you know, Sam is looking it up with his phone, and he's like, yeah, what does Google say? And I just thought that was really cute. I love it.
1: So good. So cute. And then we get to see a shirtless Sam, so
0: <laughs> more please. Do you like how Sharon walks by, and she's like, what did she say? Like, oh, that's much better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think she was
1: referencing is smiling tigers really great suit but
0: still okay um, so you're gonna walk by this man with his shirt off that you know looks amazing and say oh that that's much better and not reference that okay sure his back gives me dreams
1: it's just like I yes um Sharon goes into definite Sam Wilson thirst this episode oh absolutely I mean we we had to yeah absolutely. there's no way you can go in this but um sharon then talks about how she's in madripoor and she's made a life of herself and um kind of gives them all shit for being part of the american government system and right even though bucky's pardoned um how can they believe in the shield and everything um and Bucky says, she's kind of awful now. <laughs> okay. And all I
0: wanted I was to was going like is, to say the... <laughs> Girls
1: got depth. So she is much better. I... I'd watch a
0: Sharon and Madripoor series. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. But that, that might possibly be the next. Who knows? That might be the next thing coming. We don't know. Um, but I did definitely notice that line as well. And I like that line because it's like he hates Sharon. And it's like, why do you hate Sharon? Because she kissed your friend? Like, are you jealous? Absolutely, you think you think Bucky's jealous of Sharon?
1: I mean, no, but I think I mean he's always been the ladies' man. Like he was always the ladies' man. He was jealous of Peggy, or
0: he's jealous of maybe Steve. He, he was and jealous, Peggy, right? That Peggy didn't want to dance with him because she already had a partner. Yeah, she looked
1: like right. She looked straight through. Bucky. Right. Because she was like looking at Steve. And I maybe it's the same thing. He's mad because Sharon was
0: attracted to Steve. And not not Bucky. Mm, Maybe. But also. I'm also. uh, I am just going to take it as he's. He was jealous that Sharon kissed his friend.
1: Yeah. I also am totally fine with that because (laughs) I love a a stucky not romantically but like i mean i'm fine
0: with it romantically too i guess but stucky forever soul mates yes so we find out that nagel works for the power broker so uh sharon says well i am connected to a lot of people so let's get dressed up and go out and uh, try to meet up with those people and she says stay out of trouble and Zemo looks up to her and says, Trouble? Little gleam in his eye. Hashtag swoon. I love him.
1: <laughs> Here's another example of a villain that you root for. Yeah. I mean, if I were to see an Agatha Zemo <gasps> crossover, love, oh <laughs> my goodness. I stand.
0: Can you even imagine the type of, like, mischief those two would get into?
1: Create, I should say. Oh, my God. Yeah. The hilarity that it would ensue is just too wonderful to imagine.
0: Yeah. I loved it. I want it. I agree. Let's write to Marvel. Dear Marvel, we would really like it if you put Agatha in Zemo. They don't even have to be romantically involved. They could just be coworkers,
1: Right. But I also would be okay if they were romantically involved. It okay, would yeah, just obviously. be, like... And because Agatha is now Agnes. I mean, mm-hmm. like, she's just that nosy one-liner. She's got the Zemo Zings, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yep.
0: I'm in it. Yeah, I agree.
1: They could back and forth like nobody's business.
0: <laughs> so, um... We see them at this club. Zemo is getting down with his bad self. I love it. I mean, <laughs> like Sam and Bucky are just kind of like, okay, you know, just checking the place out, checking the vibe, you know, and Zemo's like in the middle of the dance floor. Just kind of jamming along. I love it. Dude can dance. <laughs> Have you seen like the one hour video that Disney Plus put out of Zemo dancing?
1: I mean, have I watched the entire thing? Sadly, no, but I have seen part of it and I'm just all of it. Yeah. I want Zemo at every party I ever host. Absolutely. Just being like, in's, in's,
0: in's, 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 <laughs> and in's. just have him like, in the middle of the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like the hype band yeah. that you want. Love him. Um. So we, uh, so uh, Sharon finds out that Nagel can be found in some uh, container. Um, So they go to the to I would I would I would assume is a shipyard that has all the containers on it. And she tells them specifically which containers to go to. And she tells them I will stand uh, guard while you guys go in. Uh, So we go in and there is the Dr. Nagel who's working on something. We don't know what he's working on. Um, And we find out that he is part of uh, the blip. He was working on the super soldier serum and then the blip happened um, and then he came back and he found out that the program was canceled for obvious reasons. Um, <clears throat> but uh, what we do know is that he doesn't know where Carly Morgenthau is, but he knows that she at least has 20 vials of the super soldier serum. Um. And what's super interesting is that when uh, Sharon comes in, because, you know, the, everybody's out for Zemo, Bucky, Sam. Um, so she comes in and immediately, I think it's, it not it Zemo that immediately shoots him?
1: Yeah, he finds Nagel's gun mm-hmm. under like the tabletop or something and shoots him. Right. But we know that. Zemo hates super soldiers. That's like his, yeah, one hatred in life right. is super soldiers. So he's stopping it at the beginning. Yep, I and
0: mean, he's doesn't want anymore. Um, yeah. so he shoots him, and Sharon says, "Oh, the assassins are here." Um, but before she breaks, or before she runs in to tell them, there's this one scene where this one guy comes up to her. And it's about to shoot her with a gun. And she somehow, I don't know where, she found it. Just grabs this knife off of this guy and just like stabs (laughs) it. And anyways, I thought that was really cool. So um, girl power moment of the week to Sharon for finding this knife and then just stabbing this man. I love it. I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) My past hatred for Sharon
1: is slightly gone. (laughs) Okay, it's, like, majority gone. Yeah. I still have that, like, you're awful, I can't stand you, but, yeah. She takes on all of these, like, bounty hunters, mm-hmm. basically, looking for the th- the three guys, and she just kicks some ass. Yeah. Like, get it, Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she had agent training, but she obviously had, had to have so much more, like, combat training and just street training
0: yeah. to, like, to keep up. fuck
1: everyone up. Yeah. Like, she she does some real damage,
0: yeah. so. I loved it. Um, so, then the boys come out, and they're fighting everybody everywhere. And, you know, Sam is, like. And each other. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam was, you know, Sam is just basically, like, I don't understand why you don't why you would want this or something like this or something like that and she's like oh it's not so bad (laughs) I just love that she's like saying that while she's like you know fighting and shooting all these people you know she's like oh yeah it's not that bad to live here (laughs) I thought that was funny so um, let's see here so Zemo puts on the mask and he helps with the bad guys or you know he helps clear out clear out the bad guys a bit And I love that he, well, the next time we see him, he pulls up in this car. And doesn't he say something like it's a supercharger or something like that? It's just like the way that he says it. It's just like, it's so cute. It's so funny. Just how like, yeah, they just like took down all these people, you know, they were shooting and he just shot somebody. But he's like, hey, look at this car.
1: (laughs) He is like super nerd. You think so? Like, he's just like this rich nerd. I really honest and like the only reason his like obsession with Hydra has like fueled mm. his like rage and everything. But like I think before he became obsessed with Hydra and like the you fact think that they Zemo was his- a nerd. Oh yeah. Like I think that he grew up rich, probably had to pay people to be his friend type situation. Oh. Like I know. I don't think he was well-liked, mm-hmm.
0: um, but I like him now. I do. I do like him. Um, so, you know, it's it's this classic line. They're getting in the car, and Bucky's in the front seat, and Sam says, oh, I bet you're not going to move the front seat up, are you? And Bucky says no. <laughs>
1: well, a good callback to uh civil so we'll yeah, war
0: exactly that exact
1: same little vice scene little with vice vice sharon versa in it. yeah sharon was there too that's oh that's when we see the okay. uncle
0: kisser but how many times but, are we yeah. gonna reference the uncle kissing scene <laughs> i think at this a point lot. we should just like keep a counter it's a counter <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but in that we see it's sam not moving his seat up right for exactly Bucky. it's so... the the roles are reversed um times have changed
0: yep and so sharon is like oh like you guys go ahead so they do they drive off it's zemo bucky sam they drive off
1: right but before that sam has already said like sharon come back to the u.s with us oh yes come we will get we will work hard to get you a pardon mm-hmm. we will make sure you're able to come back you you are a lifesaver like let's do it so and then she's like Make your promise good, but I'm going to stay here for now.
0: Put a pin in that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, you guys can't see this, but like Kendall has like the most adorable little like on the nose. Look, it's my fave. Um. So something that I thought was super shady is that Sharon has her own getaway car. So she has a driver that comes up with a car and. She says something like, oh, we're in trouble now or something like that. Um, something along those lines. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Sharon, if you're just this random person in Madripoor, why do you have a getaway car with a driver in it? Yeah, I'll trust the bitch. Super shady. Super shady. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so mm-hmm. now we're back in the plane and... This I have to be honest I completely missed this scene like the first time I saw it. Um and it's Bucky talking to Sam and he says, you know, I'm going to get the shield back for you cuz you deserve it, you know, or something like that or like you you need to take it or something along those lines, but I don't know how I missed that, but I I guess I completely missed that in like the first time I watched this episode. So I rewatching this, you know, just recently, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know Bucky made that promise. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, because in the episode before, um, when they're about to jump out of the plane, Bucky's like, I'm going to get the shield back. And he doesn't reference it for what reason. He just says, I'm getting the shield back. Mm. I don't care what, how or why. Mm. Um, And then now way he says it is that it's for Sam. He thinks Sam should have the shield, which is like kind of the first time that he like references it. Yeah. that it's Sam's. That
0: yeah, because before he was like he Steve believes gave you, in it Steve gave it to you. Steve, mm-hmm. gave, why did you give it away when Steve gave it to you? Like that's all he keeps saying. So yeah, this is the first time that he's like you know, it's yours. I'm going to I'm going to get it back. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, So then we are back with the Flag Smashers here and they are, I don't even remember what they're doing. Uh, I was too distracted by Zemo's dancing, Um, but basically there are, I assume, American troops. So they are
1: kind of scouting out a GRC building Mm, camp or something in... I believe Latvia. Mm. Um, and it's Carly and her Australian co-worker named Dovic, or Dovich, and I'm not sure which it is, um, who is this beautiful, long-haired Aussie who I have no idea is any of his background, but besides the fact that he is just this Beautiful. beautiful, beautiful man. Absolutely, oh my I agree. Gosh. Yeah, he opens his mouth and it's just like, Please keep talking, <laughs> tell me whatever you want. <laughs> oh, he's he's so handsome.
0: I agree. I don't, uh, but
1: they're plotting against the GRC, so
0: right. So, um, she basically blows up the building and he's like, You know, there were innocent people in there. And she's like, these people don't care. You have to speak the same language they do. So it's really, uh, you know, that's something to definitely put a pin in and watch out about the Flag Smashers is they're trying to speak the same language that these oppressors, is that what I want to call them? Well, I don't know if I want to call them oppressors, but what is the word I'm looking for, Kendall? There are...
1: I mean, yeah, that works. It's a I I would say, in a nice way, they are a government or a globe. I mean, obviously they're global, but like they're a organization that is trying to basically move the flag smashers out from what where they've always been. Right. For the last five years, they're trying to. You know, flag smashers are terrorists according to the grc and the grc also thinks the or the flag smasher thinks they're the grc is also a terrorist group so it's just i mean yeah
0: that's another social commentary right Um, so next we see the guys, they are walking, and uh, it's Zemo, Sam, and Bucky, and Zemo talks about how, uh, talks about Sokovia, and he says, there's, there's another, for our segment, Zemo Zingers, he's, and he says something basically like, oh, I I bet you, I bet, doesn't he say something like, I bet you haven't even seen the, I bet you haven't even gone to the memorial, have you?
1: Yeah, because he said... He was referencing how Sokovia—they made a memorial of and like a beautiful plot in in Sokovia mm-hmm. for everything that happened. Right. And then he says, "Yeah, I bet you haven't even returned or thought
0: about it or something." But gone to the memorial. Yeah, that's my second Zemo zinger there because he knows they haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have
1: not even thought about it. I, I mean, they probably have thought about it. They're good people, but
0: like... Not that they haven't given any thought to going to the memorial for it. No, but they also just saved the world from Thanos. So take a beat. Team. Come on. <laughs> That's why it's called Zemo Zingers. It's not Zemo holds your hands about your feelings. <laughs> so... Um, True. Bucky says, "Oh, you guys go ahead. I'm gonna go take a little walk." Why is he talking, taking a walk, Kendall? Well, we see a bead, mm-hmm. and then we hear some drum beats, and we see another one,
1: and then we th- realize it's Wakandans, mm-hmm. the Dora Milaje. Ugh, the Dora—they are—they're really cool. Amazing. Yeah. That is okay. I know we say this a lot, but that is a series that deserves time.
0: Wakanda is getting its own show. Right, but the Dora I, in specific. Well, like, I feel like they will probably be heavy, they will they will be heavily featured in that show, I assume. Right, but
1: I would 100% watch yeah. one series about the entire Dora. Yeah. Just give me the girls.
0: Absolutely because in this next episode we're going to find out why but they are amazing. Um we look up to them. Love them. Um but yeah, that's how the that's how the episode ends is, you know, uh they basically tell Bucky that we you know what they're there to collect. So
1: yeah, so we see AO mm-hmm. or IO, I'm not sure. I thought it was AO. No. AO, right? I see. And She says, give me Zemo. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is so wonderful because she's also the Dora we see guarding uh, T'Challa in Civil War when Natasha approaches him and she's like
0: move or be yeah exactly love that
1: scene yes yes (laughs) she's got such good lines and we've only heard her have like real like two lines because she's she's in black panther obviously but she's not the main dora in black panther
0: but uh there's another line where somebody says oh does she speak english and she's like when she wants to yeah yes yes we're here for you she
1: yeah if that's all she serve says all the any. sass we're here for it right she's so wonderful yeah. and so beautiful and like yeah just amazing hail i all hail absolutely
0: i completely agree with you on that and on that note i think we're gonna go it is late it's friday night i know um you know maybe i'll go have a drink who knows the night is i guess young i don't know I'm kind of old now, so (laughs) yeah. I think this is the latest I've stayed up in. (laughs) Decade? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But it's been a while. (laughs) I'm about to pop a melatonin and head to bed. Woo! That's how we get down. (laughs) Avengers ain't got nothing on us. All right, and I think with that, we're gonna go ahead and say goodnight. Um, But before we do, of course, if you want it'd be cool if you send us a message instagram something to marvel at uh email the word something the, the number two the word marvel at gmail.com um you know rate us five stars on uh, apple itunes leave a little subscribe review Come subscribe tell all of your uh, marvel friends that we are here um you know, if you want, I mean don't feel pressured. Do what you like we said, this Tell is Tell us a, who your f- who your bucky is. Yeah, we wanna know. Exactly. Like we said, this Come is on. your self care podcast, you know. If you're looking for a sign to really you know, do some self care, this is your sign to do some self care. Yeah. Mental health. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm gonna end with. I don't know. I, <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say good night. So, good night, everybody. Night. night.